Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human. And, okay, thank you, Craig. He's just moved my mouthpiece here. Um, I have in the studio today two very special guests with me and um, two special women. And I'm very excited to welcome Robin Schmuckler and Leanne Jackson. Both of them are warrior women. And I would say that they are both different. They're not the run of the mill, but that, that's what makes you both warrior women. You know how to motivate and how to organize. And certainly I am amazed at what the two of you have been doing, which is what we're going to be discussing today. We're going to be talking about our, our um, topic is on gratitude and how gratitude actually changes our entire lives. If we can look at each day as a gift from Hashem, then our lives change as we wake up, as we open our eyes in the morning. And I think what we need to understand is that they have come up with different projects which they're going to be discussing. And last week I spoke about thoughts and emotions and also how thoughts can become habits. And habits can become our attitude. And these we can role model to our children and often in a negative way. So we have the choice to actually decide what we are going to do with our thoughts how we are going to change them and make them into something positive. And that is what we are going to learn today. Robin, I'm going to start with you. Tell me about the gratitude challenge. Um, so good morning and thanks so much for having us here. It's, it's a real honor. I know you do amazing shows. Um, the challenge actually started, was sparked by Leanne. So she'll, she'll share a little bit more of her story. Um, but yeah, out of, it actually was born out of a dark time. Um, often, you know, people think those grateful people just have everything going perfectly in their lives. And obviously they can be grateful, but me, I'm going through so many challenges. I've got nothing to be grateful for. So I think part of the magic of this challenge was that it was born out of a dark time and pain. Uh, yeah. Immense pain. Um, Leanne will share a little bit more about that. Um, but I think, you know, often it becomes comforting to, to live in pain and in negativity because it's so much easier. I think gratitude comes with, you know, it's perspective. It's each moment of your life looking, finding that moment. You can't be on autopilot and live a, a grateful, full, happy life. You actually have to be present, which is very challenging. So I think, you know, a lot of people try and almost resist this idea of you can't be grateful all the time or you can't find good in everything. You know, there's challenges. And I do want to challenge that. And I do want to say, yes, you can. Mm. I think all of us go through challenges and I think life is tough. But I think when you can look through it with a little bit more perspective and a little bit of mindfulness to actually realize, yes, this, this small thing is difficult, but my life is a blessing. You know, I know in, in Bat Mitzvah lessons when we teach the girls, we put a little black dot on a piece of paper and we hold it up and we say, what can you see? And they say, there's a black mark in the middle of the page. We say, what about the full, beautiful, white, clean paper full of potential you can draw? They just see the, you know, the mark. And I think that's often... <clears throat> how we do look at life. So this challenge is, is about really changing perspective, really saying there is a better world out there for all of us in the, in the same reality. Let's just find it. Let's uncover it. Let's see the beauty. Let's look for it and let's live a better life. And I think what you're saying is so true. And I think as South Africans, we can really learn from, from your both of you today about gratitude because there is so much negativity going around with our change. Some people are grateful for it or way, others are waiting for, for everything to fall apart. You know, the doomsayers and, um, and the gloom. But I think if, um, if we can only just change our perspective, you know what they say in the Torah, what the Torah says about uh, even a little blade of grass has an angel watching it grow, saying grow. And I think that is what we are being asked to do each day. And while sometimes the challenges do throw us into this pit, this void where there is only darkness. And I think a lot of us have experienced that darkness and other people in many more ways. But and, and you, you can't see the light. And sometimes one person 
can help you see that bit of light. And Lee, I know you did that. And your path in life changed, didn't it? Yes. How did it change? So, firstly, morning, everyone, and thank you, Sue, and thanks, Rob, for being here with me, because Robin's also been an instrumental part in helping me with gratitude. So, yes, unfortunately, last year, um, there was an incident where a very good friend of mine lost her 11-year-old daughter suddenly, which turned the community, turned everyone upside down. Everyone was in turmoil. It was an absolute tragedy. It was a total tragedy, and... Us adults couldn't understand. There was no answers. How could it happen, let alone our children? And uh, we just found that everyone was in this deep, dark hole. And I was involved in it too. I mean, for the first four days, we were at our friend's house. Everyone was just cursing this, cursing that. How can God do that? And for me, the life-changing moment was actually my husband was away at the time. My daughter was sick. Um, And... I remember her phoning me one day and saying to me, Mom, where are you? And I said, I'm actually at this friend of mine. And she said, Mom, you're always there. What about me? And she was on school holiday at the time. And that was actually life-changing for me. I remember getting in my car, going home and saying, my darling child, I'm so sorry. Come, we're going to go spend the day together. And from that moment on, I realized is how we, we are all so caught up in this and we forget what gifts we have. And a statement for me that also was was very profound where everyone was saying, how can Hashem do this? I mean, it's so cruel. And for me, it was absolutely, I agree with it. But how often do all of us sit there and thank Hashem for all he has done for us? So even though this is happening to a dear friend around us that totally destroyed us all, have we actually looked at our lives to say, thank God we have children we have everything going for us and being grateful for the little things mm-hmm. we have mm-hmm. and from that moment on I did I had to remove myself emotionally I was there as I am still now for this friend of mine trying to help her along the way and I and and that's where gratitude came in for me where I eventually got all the mothers together that were all involved in this as well as the children and said you know we're not going to find the answers yet we don't understand why but we have to the only way to get around this and transform the way we feel is by giving and by giving it also will bring gratitude and happiness into our life and we started trying to get the kids together to start doing acts of kindness to actually show and for them to start appreciating what they do have. And even with this friend of mine where I had to try and counsel and help her, the one day I said to her, regardless what you are going through, you have still got things to be grateful for, which was really hard because when you in that moment, how can you think of anything to be grateful mm-hmm. for? But it was amazing because every morning I would send her a message and say, what are you grateful for today? And this was in the first few weeks. And every morning she would send me a message telling me something she's grateful for, whether it's the sun shining, her other child, her husband, her job, whatever it was. And I always said if she can find something to be grateful for, we're sitting here and there is so much that we need to be grateful for. That's amazing. We're going to go on with that shortly. From talk to music, from Johannesburg to Israel, from sport to business, this is 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human, and today we are discussing gratitude, the gift of gratitude, and I have Robin Schmuckler and Leanne Jackson in the studio with me. If you would like to SMS us, please do so on 34519. Or you can WhatsApp us on 061-895-1019. We would love to hear you, hear from you. Lee, you were talking about um, how you began to look at this tragic situation. Now, I'm sure there was an element of guilt to a lot of the friends, the mothers who were involved as well, that actually your lives Thank God we're going on. How did you feel that your your going into something positive changed that feeling of guilt? Well, yes, uh, you know, I mean, all the friends and everyone around us found it very difficult to be around our friend in those, you know, at that time, because you don't know what to say. You know, uh, no matter what you say, it's not going to make that person feel better. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's I don't know where I found this in me. It just it's it's something that. 
that came to me is that I was just there for her, understanding and 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 basically saying with her, I understand how she's feeling. You know, when she's saying she just would love to kill herself, and I'd go, absolutely. I don't blame you, but what about this? What about that? There are still things that you need to be grateful for. You've got another child. You've got this. And it was to try, and I did. I actually had to try and help a lot of people around us also just to be in the moment, not to feel that guilt, and just to be there for her. And at the same time, just every day is focusing on what you have got. Because I know a lot of our friends, their kids were suffering from it because the parents were suffering. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and it's, it's, you, when you, every time that I was in that situation with a friend of mine, I mean, I felt I was there for her. But the minute I went home, I had to focus on the good that I have got mm-hmm. and not feel guilty. There are reasons for things happening, not that we'll ever understand it now. But, you know, if we don't find the meaning or, or turn our life and think and say, thank God, what we have every day, it will just, it, it will just pull us deeper and deeper into the depression and into being miserable every day of our lives. And, and there is something about being role models to the children or other people in our lives. Because if we are role modeling severe pain all the time that we're picking up from other people in our lives, other events, that is what our children feel as well. And you often see little children immersed in unbelievable emotional pain. And when you ask them where it's coming from, it is normally coming from an outside event that that is affecting their parents. And, of course, it's, it's being role modeled to them. Rob, what made you decide on gratitude? You said that... Um, Leanne helped you with that. Well, you were already doing it because I know that your challenge to go up Mount Kilimanjaro was a real warrior challenge of yours. And you were also looking for the beauty in life, what was good in life in that, weren't you? And also in in healing people in despair. Mm. Um, So I think, yeah, maybe it's, it's one of the things I'm probably most grateful for is maybe my disposition that I do, you know, people often say to me, you are, you wear rose colored glasses or rose tinted glasses. Um, but I, I think, you know, you live the same life if you want to choose to be negative or choose to be positive. So why not make this life just amazing and choose to make that amazing? So I think, um, you know, Leanne and I, we only met last year. We went on an Israel trip together um, and our journeys just became very intertwined. So obviously when, when she was going through this, this tragedy and, you know, bereavement with her friend, I was just very involved as her friend. And when she told me that moment of her realization with her child, I said to her, we've got to make a video about this. We have to, we have to show everything because um, I think the school dealt with it amazingly in, in calling all the, the right people and they dealt with each class and professionals. But everyone was just left with this, what I do with this feeling that I'm feeling. No one's giving me like a tool. And Leanne stood up and almost gave everyone a channel to say we are feeling pain. Um, but there is also, you know, a lot of light that can be brought to her neshama. There's a lot of good that we can do in the world. Let's focus on that. So I think it sparked something in me to say to Lee, let's make a video on this. And I remember we, were, we filmed the video. We posted it on Facebook. And straight away, it, it just resonated. You know, people were like, wow, that's amazing. That's, we need to be reminded of that every day. Wow, like what a different take on this. You know, you, we're all immersed in this darkness. And here's someone in it telling us how to, how to get a little ray of light, you know, going and bringing our children involved. And I think it started giving people so much more comfort and and. Being, like something to be proactive about mm. instead mm. of just holding on and feeling despair. So from that video, the, the response was just amazing. You know, it resonated with people and it, it felt like it gave someone, everyone a channel for goodness. And Lee and I then discussed, like, we should do something more with this. We should do like a challenge. We should do a 40-day thing. And I have to say, it was a big lesson in itself because so often in life, we know what we need to do. You know, you don't need to go to um, consult, you know, a fortune teller to know exactly what your next step is. But it's just doing it that often holds us Mm -hmm. back. So then we started discussing it. We should do this. We contacted people around the world who've done challenges, who the gratitude gurus who, you know, just starting to like look into it. And then we're like, okay, we should plan this and we should do it. So it was definitely opened up, you know, right away. 
Um, and you became proactive in this pain, didn't you? So when you say the noshoma, I just want to say it for or for anyone who doesn't understand what a noshoma is, it's our soul. And Robin was talking about the soul of this young child who had passed away. But in actual fact, it affects all our souls, doesn't it? All our nashomas. Absolutely. Are. I actually don't think we realize our power often in if you if you do one good action, it actually brings a light into the whole world. And the opposite, unfortunately, is also true. You know, and on, on JWRP, we talk about blaming and complaining. Just explain what JWRP is. So it's it's an Israel trip. A lot of the the moms in our community have been on it. Is that it's, what you take? Rob? Yeah. So so we take groups. It's a one week trip, but it, it actually involves a year of follow up growth, learning afterwards. So it becomes a real life changing experience. And the first. Thing that they introduce on this trip Like you think you've just landed in Israel A lot of people for the first time You think the first thing they do Is take you to the western wall And say let's learn how to pray But instead what do they do They put you in a hall And the first thing that opens up This life transforming journey Is you get a bracelet A little rubber band That says don't blame Don't complain <laughs> Now why is that so <laughs> profound Why is that like this entrance into and I just think if we realized how we sit and blame and complain, it's not only for our own lives. We block abundance. We block that flow of goodness all around us as we're sitting and, and blaming and complaining. Like we were, we were talking just before the show and saying, you know, when you ask someone to say a hundred things they're grateful for, they're like, are you crazy? A hundred things. Like, what must I even say? I don't know where to start. But if I say, can you say a hundred things that you want to complain about this morning? We just shoot off, you know, like I was late. The, the water pressure was, was low. This happened. My child didn't get in the car. They didn't wear the right. Mm. You know, we, we so tuned into that. So I think what was amazing how Lee opened up this avenue was to say, firstly, let's change perspective. Let's look you have, to, you have to be so proactive in gratitude. You have to start searching. You have to be mindful. You have to look for it. Mm -hmm. But then let's do good, which also, you know, increases how, how we feel of our own abundance. And they started the Santa Shoebox Project, which was just unbelievable. And you see the kids coming with their parents and having fun around the packing and then going into Soweto. I don't think there's um, anything to make you more grateful for our small, small things that we have, you know, how lucky we are. And I just think, you know, one thing led to the next. And until eventually we, we arrived back in January of this year, Lee and I have always still been going on like we need to do more gratitude. And I remember the day before Rosh Chodesh Adar, which is the month that we're in now. We know Purim's coming up. It's a happy month. But the energy around January, around coming back into the year was so heavy. People were like, geez, is it still January? We are exhausted. It feels like, you know, it's a whole year already. And there was just such a almost heaviness. So the, the challenge became very quick and very spontaneous. And we were like, let's start it tomorrow. And we made it the group. And, and that's how it began. We're going to go on with that shortly. If you guys are in the locker room of a local golf club and Somebody's mobile phone goes off and one of them picks up the phone, put it on speaker and at the other end there's a voice that says, darling, is that you? Yes, it is. You wouldn't believe it. I've just come from Lord and Taylor and there's this magnificent leather jacket and it's only $1,000 and I look great in it. Well, darling, if you like it, I think you should buy it. And on the way, I stopped off at the uh, Mercedes-Benz showroom and they've got the latest 2016 models in, and there's one car that I love, it's in my color, and it's only $70,000. Well, if it's only $70,000, I, I think it's a steal, go for it. One last thing, darling, and I love you so much, so I cannot thank you enough, but you know the house that I always wanted? It's back on the market for $950,000. Nine fifty. that could be a little bit much. The guy says, you know, put in an offer for 900000 and let's see what happens. Oh, you're fantastic. I don't know how I'll ever thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You don't need to thank me. Just enjoy. He hangs up the phone and then he lifts it up and he says to the guys there, does anyone know whose mobile phone this is? In this week's Torah reading, we're introduced to the obligation of Birkat HaMazon of saying grace after meals. The Torah says, You shall eat and you shall be satisfied, and then you are obligated to thank and to bless God. 
It's interesting, the rabbis in the Talmud explain that according to Jewish law, only if one is satisfied is one obligated to thank God. If one after eating is still hungry, there is no obligation to thank and to bless him. However, the Jewish people have taken upon themselves the responsibility and the obligation that even after eating they're still hungry, they still will bless and they will still thank God. You know, it's interesting that we are called Jews. We're called Yehudim. Why is it that we are called Jews, Yehudim? Why aren't we called Israelites or Hebrews as we were once known as? And our teachers explain that the word Yehudi comes from the Hebrew name Yehuda, which means to offer thanks, which means to show gratitude. You know, we live in a world that we are bombarded constantly with advertisements. And basically the message is, you don't have something. You are lacking something. And if you'd only have the product that we are selling, then you would truly be happy. If we are going to focus constantly on what we don't have, and there is so much that we don't have, then we will have a very, very miserable existence. What we need to do is to focus on what we do have. The Hebrew word for gratitude is hakarat hatov, which translates to mean recognizing goodness. We need to practice to recognize the goodness. We need to thank God for what we already have, not to thank Him for what we hope to receive in the future. This attribute of expressing gratitude is reflected in our name, our identity, and shapes our essential character. For you and I, we are a Yehudi. Thank you. The best part of your day. At the heart of your community. All the talk. All the music. All the news. Chayathan. Hello, this is Sue Jackson, and we're back in the studio, Robin Schmuckler and Leanne Jackson. And if you would like to contact us, you can on 34519, or you can WhatsApp us on 061-895-1019. Now, that YouTube that you heard was from an Australian Chabad rabbi, and if you'd like to pick it up yourself on YouTube, it's called the Jewish art of gratitude. And it was very true, wasn't it? Very, very honest. Now, going back to what he mentioned also, entitlement. You know, Robin, you were talking about coming back to the school year and people uh, and starting work and everything again and how people were actually becoming quite panicky about it all. Now, I think we also live in a society of entitlement of thinking everything should go smoothly. We need everything. We want everything everyone else has got. And it's almost what you said there, that your gratitude challenge has also come up to actually say to us, you're not entitled to everything. And anyway, what is entitlement? You are entitled to find your own way forward and make a choice. That's perhaps the only thing that you're entitled to do. What do you think, Lee? Well, yes, uh, I just want to just quickly go back because another thing for me, which when you talk about entitlement, and as Robin mentioned, this whole Santa shoeboxing we did last year, you know, we are, we are a community that are amazing. We all give, we donate. It comes to something like Santa shoebox. Everyone goes and quickly goes to the shops, fills a box, drops it off where it needs to be. Just go. Tell us a little bit about the Santa shoebox. So, yeah, so the Santa shoebox it is. It's an annual uh, event where it's uh, close to Christmas where they collect. I mean, it's an organization that collects thousands all over the country of uh, packed boxes with uh, certain goods in that that goes to the underprivileged kids in Soweto and various um, uh, all over the country. And um, so when it came to this happening after my friend's daughter, and I thought it was a great thing to get everyone out of being stuck in the tragedy of what has happened and to turn it into something good. 
And because for me, I realized, as I said, it's so easy to go drop off, to donate, to go drop off money. But when you're actively involved in something and you actually see the gratitude on people's faces, it's amazing how that makes you more grateful. So we got a group together of this friend of mine, all the friends and the kids involved, and we basically filled not our filled. We organized everything. And on a Sunday, all the kids came and they, we filled over 220 Santa boxes. And it was amazing to see how much the kids enjoyed it. Were the fathers involved? The fathers were involved. The mothers were involved. It's, as I say, it's to actually be there to physically do it and see what you're actually putting together. We then took it a step further where we were given the privilege of our group actually going into Soweto and on the day, the Christmas party, which was for over 1,600 children, (laughs) and actually physically handing out these boxes to the kids. And it was a hard day and it was, there were a lot of kids, a lot of people involved, but for me to watch our children giving and working for a solid day, nonstop, and the comments that came out of it, I mean, my daughter turned around at the end of the day and said, you know, Ma, I know I've been telling you I really need clothes, but you know what? I don't even need clothes again. I've got mm. enough. And how it humbled our children and what they realized how grateful they were. I mean, for me, that, that was a blessing in itself. So what I've realized is that when you're actively involved in giving and you see the joy that you put on people's faces, you actually getting a lot more out of it than they are and what it does for our souls and what it does for our happiness and our gratitude far outweighs the little bit that you're actually giving. I have to agree and it's it's what you say to reach to reach out is also to reach in and to heal ourselves always. Uh, I would like you to tell me a little bit about Robin's birthday party before we go on to this gratitude challenge a bit more. I know Robin had a birthday. Was it last week or the week before? Yeah, seventh of Feb. Okay. <laughs> Happy birthday, Rob. <laughs> and you. what what did she want for her birthday? Well, just to go back, I'm sure <laughs> most people or listeners know Robin. If you don't I I mean one thing I'm exceptionally grateful for is Robin because If it wasn't for my journey with her on JWRP, I don't think I would have been able to handle anything I went through last year and change my whole mindset um, because she is. She's a very inspirational, uplifting, supportive person. She's a destiny helper, Leanne. She she just gives to absolutely everyone, everyone. And um, so when it came to her birthday, you know, Robin's all about giving to everyone. And um, a few of us got together to decide we were going to have a party for her. And, you know, automatically you think, you know, Robin's all about giving chesed, charity. And one of Robin's friends said, no, you know what, this is what Robin personally needs. And I thought, okay, you know, it's very nice. We're giving to Robin for a change instead of doing something on her behalf, which I know is what she's all about. And we came up with another idea because for me, as much as Robin says, Gratitude, I'm eternally grateful to Robin. Robin's about everything about gratitude. And because Robin has a thing where she shows people and always expresses to people how grateful she is for them, and which is amazing. And um, Not many people do that. No. It's like uh, there's a saying here, Sue, that I love, saying feeling gratitude and not expressing it is like wrapping a present and not giving it. Uh-huh. So Robin, it's not about – Robin will tell – every person feels like – they are the most special person to Robin because she expresses gratitude to everyone all the time. That's a wonderful thing. It is. I'm sure this wasn't part of the show. Well, it is now. It is. (laughs) No, it is. Because you know what? It's, 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 no, because it's 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 always. We can all learn from. It is. Because it's one thing feeling it. But one thing I've learned is when I like thank people for doing something, it's not just thanking them. It's saying, I'm so grateful to you. Mm. And that, 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 that being grateful for something or someone is amazing. It's just so much more profound than just saying a thank you and that's what Robin does so we came up with a wonderful idea that Robin everything is about gratitude and in Robin's office she had a beautiful wooden heart on her wall that had crumbled down because <laughs> hadn't put the nails up properly and it took us weeks and weeks we we organized this wonderful gratitude wall firstly so it's a big uh, uh, chalkboard sticker we had a sign made saying gratitude wall today i'm grateful for we got amazing luminous um cokies that they can write on the wall and for us that was all about robin and um so when it came to her birthday we organized a surprise dinner and on the morning of the party a friend of hers said you know 
it just would not be the same without doing something chesed for Robin involved. And for me, I know Robin's passionate about a lot of things, but one thing I do know is about giving blood. I've got an absolute fear of needles. Um, I can't even look at a needle. But came up that, you know what, let's do a blood donating challenge where we're going to get everyone to pledge on behalf of Robin to go and donate blood. And we did. We put a beautiful book together where we got people to pledge. We did all sayings around blood. And that is something that we gave Robin on the night of her surprise party. Wow, that's amazing. Do you know what a gift that was for this friend of yours sitting next to you, Leanne? I have to just add in something (laughs) is that Leanne, because she was so busy preparing my whole birthday celebration, she didn't get onto Facebook. But I'd posted on my birthday because so many people phoned and said, how can we celebrate with you? What gifts? Like, what do you want? And I said, I I put a a post on Facebook to say that the greatest gift you could give is life. That's what I'm the most grateful for. And each time you donate blood, you potentially give life to three people. So I was busy posting that while Leanne was busy getting people pledging. It was so how amazing! What like synchronicity! So there. Unbelievable. So when she came that night, I was like, I can't believe from when you saw my post, you quickly put. She said, No, you know, we, we we did it independently, which was unbelievable in itself. Just going back to the wall, because that's part of how we how difficult we find um, gratitude. You know, Robin, you were talking about how it's so easy to find all the negatives in our lives. But it's very, it's when, when you say to someone, tell me something good about you. Most people would say, oh, you know what? My, my hair's too thin, my, um, too fat, um, um, whatever. My ears are too big. My nose needs to be done. You know, it's very difficult for people to actually tell you something positive about themselves. So how do your gratitude wall how do you get people to write something on that wall? So firstly, I have to say, um, when it's a Thursday evening and you get a call at 6 o'clock in the evening, come to your office now. I was like, okay. I just have to set the scene for you of, of how people can, can reach out to another person. I walk, I go into my office at 6 o'clock in the evening on a Thursday night. Uh, there's Lachaims laid out. I, I, I like walk around the corner and I see this wall set up. And to, to, to know that there's people in the world who could reach your depth in that way, to just spread goodness in such a way. So just that gift, I think, was way beyond. It was a heaven-sent gift. You know, just, just that in How itself wonderful. was so, so special. But these people as giving and as kind as they are, they're very, very, very strict. So when they set a rule, it's a rule. And they said, they said to me, now no one is allowed to come into your office without writing on the wall. And I was like shaking. I was like, okay, okay, I promise. Um, so That's the perfectionist in you, Lee, and so, um, I mean, I'm also grateful. People are in and out of my office all day. They come just to hang out for a hug or to, you know, for a meeting. So as everyone steps over the threshold in my office, I then have to inform them, you've now entered into – the gratitude zone, and you have to write on the wall. I added in a, a something else just to soften, to sweeten it a little bit. Is I got these blessing sweets from Israel that each one's written with, like some say you should have joy and some say you should have abundance. And so I say write on the wall and then you can get a blessing suite. So it's, it's, it's softening. <laughs> um, but what's been so fascinating is some people I come in and I say, welcome. Now you're in the gratitude zone. You need to write on the wall. And they grab that cookie and they go for it. You know, like, oh, I'm so grateful for this. And they come back the next day. Can I write? I thought of something else. Other people come in and I, and I explain to them and they're like, what? I, I, like, I wouldn't know what. I don't know where to start. You know, they just like freeze and start sweating. I'm like, aren't you grateful? You like have sweat. Your body's working. You know, you're <laughs> reacting. Um, but a lot of people, it's very, very challenging to even just stop and take that moment and think, whoa, like what should I do now? You know, so I'm sure it must be very fascinating actually to see people's reactions. So anyone listening in who's going into Robin's office <laughs> in the near future, please think of something before you get there. Now, I know that you, you started this gratitude challenge and you were sending out messages. What sort of messages actually were you sending out? Um, so what's interesting is, is Leanne and I have discussed it a lot. Um, like we should definitely do a challenge. So um, obviously I consulted with people before doing it. 
But then we created a link because we didn't want to add people to a group and then they'd be like, why am I on another group? So it was basically a link invitation which went out to people and it said, if you want to join a 40-day gratitude challenge, one message a day, you know, click on this link. So within minutes, the first group filled up, which I think is 259 people. Gosh. And then we were going to just keep it to one group because we thought we've never done this before. You know, we hope it's going to work. But then we started just getting message after message. Please, we, we missed out. The group's full. Can you, can you make another group? So we quickly started another group. Um, and that started filling up quickly. But then we thought, you know, we need to start the challenge. We didn't want people joining at all different times if they don't have context. So, so we finally closed it on a certain number. And what was so interesting then is like when you look, you know, who's on the group, you think, hmm, like gratitude is so rich, but it also can, can strike a nerve in you. You know, like I know the one day we spoke about coffee and we just sent out a message and said, today when you drink that cup of coffee, for some people it's like they're everything, you know. So, um, just think of 20 things in that cup that you could possibly be grateful for. I mean, how many farmers grew those beans for you? And then the delivery people and the people who picked it and the people who ground the beans and the fact that you had the resources to get a cup and that you've got a counter to make it. You know, I mean, we could, And the earth. And we could go on now probably mm -hmm. finding 500 things in the cup of coffee. Absolutely. But on the other hand, people who don't drink coffee it was almost offensive you know you, you're talking about something that doesn't resonate and then um, the one day we sent an image that said imagine if you woke up this morning with only the things that you thanked God for yesterday and then some people feel like it becomes religious you know like uh. so so it's, it's very interesting when you've got like such a huge diverse group because I also feel like a big part of gratitude which you mentioned is like the Torah and Hashem is we have to realize there's someone or some force, which I believe is Hashem, that is constantly blessing us with this goodness. And that's how it gives us meaning to sometimes look at, ch at challenging situations or difficult situations and say it's for our purpose and it's for our good. You and know, to look at abundance rather than lack. Yeah, but it's, it's also, it's not, it's an esoteric concept almost. You can't touch it. You know, so it's, it's how to speak to each person in a way of seeing the world with such depth. There. Wonderful. We've got to just stop for an advert there, but wonderful words, those. Stay relevant and up to date. This is 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human, and I have in the studio with me today Leanne Jackson and Robin Schmuckler, and we are talking about the gift of gratitude. And it's a very very fascinating subject and it's something I think we can all resonate with quite honestly and learn from. If you would like to SMS us please do so on 34519 or WhatsApp us on 0618951019. Robin, you ended by saying it's almost an esoteric uh, feeling. Just explain that a little bit more. Um, it's funny because I call this for me personally the gratitude challenge challenge because the challenge for me is how do you speak into the heart of a human being to say, I promise you, you have to just trust that there's a better way. Because mm -hmm. um, like what Leanne was saying, which is if we want to do good, we can quickly like run to macro this morning. We were at macro, you know, doing stuff. We're making these mishlach manot parcels. It's so easy to say, I've got like this soul yearning for something. Let me quickly pay for something or let me quickly go and reach out to someone. Gratitude is at the, the core of our essence. How do you explain that? It sounds even, you know, speaking about it now, I want to say to people like, like change your perspective. Your entire life will become amazing. How do you say that? You know, people are like, you're crazy. It's so out. It's so you're weird. you're sounding like a guru. Yeah, exactly. Know? And also if you make it then, like, if you say, I'm, I'm guaranteeing you that God is looking out for your good at every moment of this day, of like every second when you're stuck in traffic, it's not because, you know, the, the road planning was bad. It's because at that moment, you're either avoiding something else where it's saving you from being somewhere or you need that time to think through something or there is nothing, nothing, nothing that I believe happens by chance or that isn't positive for us. I mean, the, the, there's un, unthinkable suffering and there's tragedy and there's illness. But I've seen people and we've seen in the Holocaust, which... You might like, how can Viktor Frankl 
come and say, you know, search for meaning and finding meaning. So it sounds so crazy and so way out there. But the challenge has been every single morning to send a message that can resonate with someone's heart to say, yes, this is out there. Like, is it true that I can change my mind? Like even the other day we posted, which sounds completely absurd. Don't laugh at me. Say thank you before you get something. You know, we often receive a gift and thank the person or we'll get a job increase and we're like, yes, thank you. What happens if something's bad in your life, um, if you're in a very negative situation and you say, thank you, Hashem, for making my life amazing. Thank you for surrounding me with positivity. So you actually manifest goodness. It's not only in retrospect where you say, you know, good things are happening and I want to be thankful. It's actually saying if something seems challenging in my life now, how can I turn that into a blessing for me? So I'm having a fight. You know, maybe you're having a, a, a difficulty in a relationship. You say, thank you, Hashem, for making a, me in a perfect relationship where we feel so connected and there's so much love. This sounds absurd, right? Mm-hmm. It sounds crazy. But I promise you, and thank God we're getting like feedback messages saying we're doing this and we can't believe what's happening, you know. It sounds insane, but it's like I want, I like believe it. You I do it, and it you happens. are very passionate about it, Because <laughs> I've seen you it. Know, Ellie Vessel talking about a Holocaust survivor and a Nobel uh, Prize winner. He actually said, when a person doesn't have gratitude, something is missing in his or her humanity mm. and that is a, a survivor of the holocaust the the evils Believe of man him. towards <laughs> man yes and and what you're saying is is so true i mean if he can say that it's part of our humanity to actually find gratitude then so can we i just want to go on to our time is actually going very quickly i see at the bottom here leanne has has done this uh, spreadsheet and well, one person in the group, but it was Leanne who did it. Uh, it's on an Excel sheet, and it actually says, uh, be, "Become aware of the good in your life, and you will see how good life can be." Which is what you were saying, Rob. And Leanne at the top it says, "Today I want to thank Hashem for." And on this page, there are a hundred things. Since you gave me this page, which was last Shabbos. I have every single night actually gone through and have been amazed at how by doing it, that was on Shabbos, so we are now on Tuesday. So we're three nights down the way. Um, I can't believe how easy it's actually becoming. You know, initially I think I looked at a hundred and I thought, okay, well, I know that a, a young girl of uh, 13 did this, but, um, can I do this? Uh, and it, it actually amazed me what I was grateful for. I, I am a person who does believe in gratitude very definitely and thank, I, I, I am very thankful for the powers that be for all I have in my life and the, the good and the bad. But uh, this really was fantastic. What made you decide on a hundred? Why that number? Well, that, I mean, it actually wasn't decided by me, but it is a challenge that where it's meant to be a hundred things. And I know at one stage I said to Robin, uh, because I know as we started posting the messages, we had a lot of people leaving and deleting off the group and, um, which we were really upset about. But I know I kept thinking, okay, maybe a hundred is just too much. Maybe we need to start with 20. But the funny thing is when I got into it and, I mean, initially the first day I also thought, and for me it was actually really easy. I woke up in the morning, well, I actually do mine at night. I find it a lot easier. And I think about every step from the minute I woke up. So waking up in the morning is one thing that I'm grateful for. As I wake up, I think, and I I, I go through each step of my day from waking up, I'm grateful. Grateful for my alarm. Um, Then I go have a shower, I'm grateful to have a shower, warm water. Go brush your teeth. I'm grateful brushing my teeth. I'm grateful for the toothpaste that I've got. I'm actually grateful that I've got teeth. And you start going through your day and everything that you do, even whether you're going for a walk or a run, think about every body part that you're using. Thank God I've got my arms, my fingers, my 10 fingers, my 10 toes. And if you go through every single thing that you are using every day, realizing how grateful you are. Then I actually, when I got to the second day and I took it one step further, is when I think about every single person that I encountered that day, from the person at the robots who 
who's collecting my rubbish, from the security guard, from the person at Woolworths or a quick shop. And what it's done, and it's actually been amazing, is I'm so aware of each and every person that I'm actually friendly to each and every person. By the end of the day, I'm actually in the best mood. Because just by just by being aware of how many people you're encountering in a day and how many people um, that you should be grateful for, it's amazing the energy that you're giving yourself as well as to other people. And I'm finding it so easy. And I know a lot of people were struggling. And the other day, my my daughter said to me, "Mom, I'd like to do this." And I went, "Okay, now we'll do it later. We, we, I'll, I'll do one where both my girls can maybe do twenty things they're grateful for." And my daughter of thirteen said, "No, I want to do a hundred." I went, "Okay," and I just said, "Think about every little thing that you use and that you need to be grateful for." Well, in fifteen minutes, she filled a hundred things, it's amazing, which was really amazing. And we did put it on the group because it's actually amazing by putting that on how it did change the mindset of a lot of people. Mm-hmm. Robin, uh, just hang on one sec, Rob. You know what you're saying um, takes me back to the thought that actually our actions are mimicked by other people. So, for instance, the man collecting the garbage at the, the robot. You're stopping, you're smiling at him, you're giving him the rubbish. He's excited to see you the next time you come along and he'll run up with his plastic there bag. There is. I mean, there is. There's a guy. And, and I mean, it, it actually, it uplifts me every day. And when I see the smile on his face, I mean, he gets really upset at the robot screen, but then I go right around the corner. <laughs> and whether it's just even an apple I give him, but I actually collect rubbish to give him. But just to see that smile on his face and every time when I say hello, how are you doing? And he goes, God bless you. It just makes me feel good as well and as that's him. that's the mimicking. Um, the, this message has come through from Roz Basarabi. Thank you so much, Roz. It didn't come through on our, on our main message board, but Craig has just handed it to me. She says, love hearing all this talk on gratitude. Endorses everything that empowers the engines of our new home. My book on life enhancement using grace as an acronym gives many practical to-dos to enable this marvelous principle of life. That sounds amazing, Roz. And G-R-A-C-E is the acronym. We're breaking for a break, and then, Rob, I would like you to pick up. A frequency like no other. 101.9 High FM. Hello, this is Sue Jackson on Finding Human. I'm with Robin Schmuckler and Leanne Jackson, and we are talking about gratitude. While I have a chance, I actually need to say that I'm very proud of Leanne. She is my daughter-in-law, my son Mark's (laughs) wife, and um, I only mentioned that at the end of the show, and the child that she was talking about who managed to write the hundred things was my granddaughter Jordan so Jordan I'm very proud of you too and of your mom Rob you were going to pick up on um, so that. so what Lee was saying is the first few days people started leaving the group and I got feedback they were saying this is so overwhelming a hundred things is impossible so even a friend of mine who's an actuary and a very <laughs> clever woman she said I assume it's a hundred and you can you repeat it daily to inculcate that so I said no it's a hundred each day and she's like that's impossible you know so we actually started discussing is a hundred too much like maybe we're doing the wrong thing and I started looking and and all around the world all these gratitude challenges have a hundred things and this person who we're speaking to in Israel her name's Javi I said to her Javi it's impossible she said to me if you don't stretch for this challenge you're not going to see the magic she said 10 things 10 things you should say before you even breathe in the morning you know so so that's a hundred but then when I was looking deeper I actually saw that in our morning prayers there are actually a hundred blessings because we told as a Jew that we should say a hundred blessings a day which is unbelievable oh. yeah so it's actually got a source of a hundred blessings a day so to start looking for your hundred blessings we, we realized we on totally the right track. Yeah, you know, absolutely. we have to see a hundred blessings at least a day. And I think now for Leah, it's like a hundred. She's like, you mean a hundred before I start my day, obviously. You know, like it's, it's become so, um, ingrained. ingrained. And also, I mean, yesterday we spoke about the Modeani prayer. So yes. a Jew. The Modeani just tell is, is the morning list. prayer. But it actually is grammatically incorrect because modeh ani means thank I. It should be ani modeh. We should open our eyes and go ani modeh. I thank Hashem. Uh But we say modeh. And the reason for this is that a Jew should never wake up with their first word as I. 
I, ego, entitlement. It should be thanks. So the, the beautiful thing is how we start our days. We open our eyes and we say, Mode, thanks. And that's how we start our day. That's beautiful. Now, a few messages have come through, and I know that Robin has received quite a few as well. Thank you so much for sending messages through. This one said, um, kind to a beggar, etc. They seem to think that was a very uh, positive thing. And then this one, as always, sincere compliments. How about a contribution challenge, e.g. I smiled at someone. I was kind to do any contributions that make the world a better place, lots of love and blessings. That's actually, I think she means I I would like to do any contributions that make the world a better place, lots of love and blessings. Thank you so much for that. We are grateful for those blessings and the love and the message. You know that Dennis Waitley said, happiness cannot be traveled to, earned, worn or consumed. Happiness is the spiritual experience of living every minute with love, grace and gratitude. And I really feel that this is what this challenge is doing. Now, if someone is interested in actually joining your challenge, who should they get hold of? Um, I mean, they're welcome to get hold of me. We are on day 12 today. This is Robin talking now, right, when she says get hold of me. um, We are on day 12 of this challenge. And, you know, a few people have contacted me like on day 10 and said, can you just catch us up? But I feel like when you wake up with one thought each day, it's infinitely more powerful than getting 10 messages bombarded to you. So what we would ask at this point is that you're welcome to WhatsApp me or email me. We'll maybe give out the details at the end of the show. Um, And then we'll put you onto the next challenge. So my email is smukla, S-M-O-O-K-L-E-R, and then another R. At sabje. co. za, so that's the best way to get hold of me. Just and say it again, please. At smukla, s m o k l e r, another r, at sabje. co. za. Also love what what that listener wrote in with that challenge. It's basically to start a random acts of kindness challenge. What's been interesting on this group is we have asked quite strongly for no comments or thumbs up, you know, because people then get irritated and leave Mm. because Mm. it's too much action. But I think if people opt into a group where they want to share their random acts of kindness, then that's, you know, another whole opt-in story, which we could look at doing also in the future. Contribution challenge. I love it. It Mm. sounds fantastic. Well, sorry, just to say, I mean, this, this hundred, if you actually notice all the people in your day where, and you actually automatically, will be kind to them, smile at them, and you're actually doing those acts of kindness without even realizing it. It's so true. You know, we've got to end now, but there's so much more to actually discuss. So I think in another few few months, I know Leanne was furious with me for actually <laughs> inviting her on. Are you grateful now? I'm very grateful, <laughs> and to you, Sue, eternally grateful, and you, Rob. And uh, so <laughs> Lee and Rob, I'd like you both to come back. We're going to be Ending with a song by Kula Lum. This song was actually done in February of this year in Haifa. They got 3,000 random people together who had never met before. And they got to sing in Haifa in three different languages. And in just under an hour, they learned all the different ways. And this is the song, which is beautiful. And I'm very grateful for Judy, to Judy in Australia. I think you're listening, Jude, for sending me this special song. Thank you, Jude.